Good morning and welcome to our service, our first service of this new year. And although this new year is only a week old, it is already a year of sorrow and joy. Sorrow as the current wave of pandemic worsens, bringing each of us more fear and more anxiety. Joy as vaccines are rolled out, bringing hope for a future. And so we gather our sorrows and our joys together as we gather our voices, virtual and present, to worship God. We are gathered together as the family of God to offer praise and thanksgiving, to ask forgiveness of our sins, to hear and receive God's holy word, to pray for the needs of the world and to seek God's grace, that through Jesus Christ our Lord and in the power of the Holy Spirit, we may give ourselves to God's service. Let us come before God confessing our sins and seeking God's forgiveness. You raise the dead to life in the Spirit. Lord, have mercy. You bring pardon and peace to the broken in heart. Christ, have mercy. You make one by your Spirit the torn and divided. Lord, have mercy. O Lord, all we long for is before you, and our deep sighing is not hidden from you. But we acknowledge our wickedness. We are filled with the sorrow at our sin. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver us. O Lord, make haste to help us. May the Lord forgive what we have been, help us to amend what we are, and direct what we shall be, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, with God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit, we worship you. We give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. We collect and readings for the Feast of Epiphany. Lord God, who by the guidance of a star revealed your only begotten Son to the nations, grant that we who know you now by faith may at the last be led to see your glory face to face. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen.
The first lesson is from Ephesians chapter 3, verses 1 to 12. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, pray to God. Surely you have heard that God in his grace has given me this work to do for your good. God revealed his secret plan and made it known to me. I have written briefly about this, and if you will read what I have written, you can learn about my understanding of the secret of Christ. In past times, mankind was not told this secret, but God has revealed it now by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets. The secret is that by means of the gospel, the Gentiles have a part with the Jews in God's blessings. They are members of the same body and share in the promise that God made through Jesus Christ. I, made, I was made a servant of the gospel of the gospel by God's special gift, which he gave me through the working of his power. I am less than the least of all God's people. Yet God gave me this privilege of taking to the Gentiles the good news about the infinite riches of Christ and of making all people see how God's secret plan is to be put into effect. God, who is the creator of all things, kept his secret hidden through all the past ages in order that at the present time, by means of the church, the angelic rulers and powers in the heavenly world might learn of his wisdom in all its different forms. God did this according to his eternal purpose, which he achieved through Christ Jesus our Lord. In union with Christ and through our faith in him, we have the boldness to go into God's presence with all confidence. This is the word of the Lord. Our Gospel is from Matthew chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem village, in the Judah territory, this was during Herod's kingship, a band of scholars arrived in Jerusalem from the east. They asked around, where can we find and pay homage to the newborn king of the Jews? We observed a star in the eastern sky that signaled his birth. We are on pilgrimage to worship him. When word of their inquiry got to Herod, he was terrified. And not just Herod alone, but most of Jerusalem as well. Herod lost no time. He gathered all the high priests and religious scholars in the city together and asked where is the Messiah supposed to be born. They told him Bethlehem in Judah territory. The prophet Micah wrote it plainly. It's you, Bethlehem in Judah's land, no longer bringing up the rear. From you will come the leader who will shepherd rule my people, my Israel. Herod then arranged a secret meeting with the scholars from the east. Pretending to be as devout as they were, he got them to tell him exactly when the birth announcement star had appeared. Then he told them the prophecy about Bethlehem and said, Go find this child, leave no stone unturned. As soon as you find him, send word and I'll join you at once in your worship. Instructed by the king, they set off. 
Then the star appeared again, the same star they had seen in the eastern skies. It led them on until it hovered over a pla the place of the child. They could hardly contain themselves. They were in the right place. They had arrived at the right time. They entered the house and saw the child in the arms of Mary, his mother. Overcome, they knelt and worshipped him. Then they opened their luggage and presented gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. In a dream, they were warned not to report back to Herod, so they worked out another route, left the territory without being seen, and returned to their own country. Give thanks to God for this, his glorious gospel. this week. It is the important lesson that words matter. Words written and words spoken matter far, far more than we often realize. The casual remark, the throwaway comment, the thoughtless Facebook or Twitter comment can unleash untold carnage, as we have so graphically demonstrated in the news this week. While a simple, heartfelt, kind word or compliment can bring untold joy and hope, as we have experienced throughout this long pandemic. Words matter, and they should matter to us as Christians, because John tells us in his Gospel that we read just a few days ago at Christmas. John tells us that Jesus is the very Word of God, made human and living with us. With this insight on the importance of words, including all the words we are currently playing out on our news and social media, if words really do matter, why do the wise men not speak? Over the centuries, we've given these mysterious visitors names. We've counted them, placed them on camels crossing a desert. We have variously described them as scholars, wise men, magi, or simply visitors from the East. We feel somehow that we know a great deal about these people, and yet we have no record of their own voices. Matthew writes about them in his Gospel as part of Jesus' birth story, but we do not have any of their own writing. We have no record of their story in their own words. Why do the wise men not speak? Maybe they don't speak because their journey, their presence in that place, speaks for itself. Maybe for them words were unnecessary. Perhaps they could not find the words to describe how they were feeling at that exact moment of arrival their destination. They had found what they were searching for, and in just that moment, silence, quiet adoration, was for them sufficient response. We are all too ready to fill in this space, any space really, with words, words of explanation or condemnation, words of criticism or of agreement, words of praise and encouragement. Words are not wrong, just sometimes they are unnecessary. Sometimes not speaking is the right response. The wise men do not speak because in the presence of the living word of God, in the presence of the infant Jesus, there is nothing they can say that is greater than that moment of recognition. They followed a star until it stopped over the place where Jesus was. It's so simple. While it may seem mysterious and strange to us to follow a star this way, it was not strange for them. It was simply how they understood the world. It is simply how they found Jesus. 
People across time and across the world find Jesus in very different ways. And we do well to remember that. Not everyone comes to God exactly as we do. We do well to remember that most, if not many of us, are still on that journey. Finding God, then losing God over time and circumstance. Celebrating the Epiphany together helps to remind us to be gentle with ourselves and with others on our own stargazing journeys. To quote a favorite author of mine, Madeline Lengel, who said, I will have nothing to do with a God who cares only occasionally. I need a God who is with us always, everywhere, in the deepest depths as well as the highest heights. It is when things go wrong, when good things do not happen, when our prayers seem to have been lost, that God is most present. We do not need the sheltering wings when things are going smoothly. We are closest to God in the darkness, stumbling along blindly. So if our world, our country, our community, our family, our own lives seem a lot darker just now, much darker than we had hoped, then now we too need to look up to the stars, to our God, to Jesus, to find our way. If this path seems mysterious, strange, or even downright lunatic to the wider world, so be it. If we too find ourselves speechless in the presence of the living word of God, then like the wise men who knew a true king when they saw him, we too may find ourselves returning home by another way. We gather together today to bring praise and worship to God, asking him to be with us and to refresh us in body, mind and spirit. With God, there is always the opportunity to start anew. He always offers a new day and a new dawn, no matter what has gone before. At the start of the new year, let us thank him for last year, ask his forgiveness for where we have failed and dedicate this new year to him. As we leave a painful year behind and look with hope to the new year ahead, help us to live and give of, our, give of ourselves as those who know every day what a great gift we have been given. We pray for those who are living in fear, fear of illness, fear for loved ones, fear for others' reactions to them. May your spirit give us a sense of calmness and peace. We pray for your church in this time of uncertainty. You call us to speak to you in prayer even when the places we would usually go to are not available. Help us to know your Spirit's presence wherever we pray. We pray for Bishop Mark and for Kathy. We thank them for their care and especially Kathy who has surrounded us with love and helped us in so many ways. Father, we come to you with open hearts and minds to pray for our world. 
We pray especially for the United States of America. May God bless them with peace and reconciliation. We pray for the whole of the United Kingdom, for all those who make decisions throughout the United, throughout the United Kingdom to battle the pandemic and for the National Health Service and all carers throughout our nations. We pray for all who are unwell in body, mind or spirit <coughs> and for all who struggle to fill their daily needs and fear for their future. Today, we especially pray for those who have not yet realised the urgency of the, uh, of the coronavirus situation. Protect them and all of us from harm. Loving God, if we are ill, strengthen us. If we are tired, fortify our spirits. If we are anxious, help us to consider the lilies of the field and the birds of the air. Don't let fear cause us to overlook the needs of others more vulnerable than ourselves. Help us always to hold fast to the good, see the good in others. We thank you for your love which surrounds our families and friends and we thank you especially that Mary has come through her operation successfully and pray for her continued recovery. We also pray for all those known only to us who are in need of your fatherly goodness. Give us all strength to live through these difficult times with serenity and hope and to remember there is just one world, one hope, one everlasting love. Accept these our prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. join our prayers in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for the gift of your holy word. May it be a lantern to our feet, a light upon our paths, and a strength to our lives. Take us and use us to love and serve all people in the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. You send forth your Spirit, O Lord. You renew the face of the earth. You send forth your Spirit, O Lord. You renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in all his works. You renew the face of the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. You send forth your Spirit, O Lord. You renew the face of the earth. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be with you and all those for whom you have a care, this day and evermore. Amen. Thank you.